top on down. Here comes a one-two pitch. Red Sox win the World Series. Accepted, tipped, and picked off, and the Patriots will take the early lead. Devin McCourty. Tatum gets it in. Tatum takes it. This is the City of Champions podcast with your host, Scott Edwards. Finally, I am back after a over one week little break there. I'm here to talk more Red Sox preview, which I did promise. Uh, We took a little time there, but expect three episodes this week ahead of the opener on Thursday afternoon. And I will also be talking about that opener when... The game is over, so definitely expect a lot of content this week, but we're going to get right into the bullpen preview for this upcoming season because there's a lot of names to go through. Not all of them are great, but these guys are going to have to shove. These guys are going to have to come in and shove for the Red Sox, and you know, hopefully they will be a plus to the team rather than a minus that they've been the past two seasons. So we're going to start off with the... You know, borderline guys who may or not break it, uh, may or not make it, could um, be guys that go up and down all season long. But if they're able to deliver, then it's cool with us, right? Like, that's the whole thing as Red Sox fans. We're just hoping, you know, one or two or three of these bullpen guys can stick and, you know, find something in their pitches that. You know, throw some people off. So we'll start off with Austin Bryce. I feel like he probably is the one on the edge in terms of will he make it or not. He probably will make it due to what has happened to Matt Barnes to start the season, considering he has COVID. Um, Bryce should probably will probably be up for at least the first week, if not more. And if he pitches well, then someone else could go down. But last season, he wasn't great. He had a 5.95 ERA in 19 and two-thirds innings, but he did have 25 strikeouts. So what Bryce brings to the table is a very funky motion, a funky motion that you know you would hope leads hitters to miss his stuff more than hit it out. Unfortunately, that was not the case in his first season with the Red Sox. But I will say, I think sometimes I watch Bryce pitch, and I feel like there's a lot there that just needs to be pulled out, in a sense, you know? Because what Bryce does is he offers something different from the rest of the pen. And I think, I think... He could really improve this year. Uh, I mean, a 5.95 ERA is something most should improve on. But he's definitely the guy I have on the edge. But a good start to the season could have him 
remaining in that bullpen long term. But he's definitely the guy I would think um, is in the most trouble of not making the pen for the season run. Then we have Colton Brewer, and this is the other guy, really, I think, on the cusp of making that pen. Uh, Red Sox fans have got really accustomed to Brewer as a pitcher. He's heavily He heavily uses his curveball um, to the point where it doesn't, it doesn't lead to what you would think as much. Uh, so he pitched 25 and two-thirds innings, leading to 25 strikeouts, a 5.61 ERA last season. Again, with, with Brewer, you would hope that his curveball and the amount of movement it has would lead to more hit-and-miss stuff, but he throws it so much. It's really like his um, number one pitch. You would hope it would miss, but... It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, a lot of the hitters, you know, figure it out. And a lot of the times, he's wild with it. He can't uh, control it like he would be able to. If he was able to hit the corners more with it, then I think he'd be a far more effective reliever. But I definitely do think he has the inside track on the final spot in the bullpen when it comes down to him and Bryce. Uh, just because he's been here for two years, he has that relationship with Cora. And he just pitched better last year. He pitched more innings and had a lower ERA. So, you know, when it comes down to that, you would think, yeah, I would say he has the better shot. Uh, This is a guy that I'm pretty excited about, you know, after watching him last year. I thought what he gave to the Red Sox was really good, considering their pitching, for the most part, last year was really bad. And that's Phillips Valdez, another guy who... Throws pretty funky to the point where, you know, you don't really see it. He kind of has like this sidearm type motion where he slings it. But he was effective last year. He has some really good movement on his pitches. And I think he's a lock because he was one of the best relievers on the team. Uh, he pitched in 30 innings, 30 and third, uh, 30 and a third to be exact. Uh, 3.26 ERA, 30 strikeouts. He has the ability to go more than one. Um, he actually pitched the most innings out of any bullpen option from last year. And I think, again, that's a credit to him and what he was able to do. And a 3.26 ERA is something you really like to have, especially in a guy that's probably going to be, you know, middle of the bullpen, possibly a long reliever when if Andresi has to start. So I'm, I'm liking what Valdez brings to the table, and I think he's definitely a very good piece for this bullpen. I think he's going to, you know, show some people who may have been down on the team last year that he wasn't, he just, he it wasn't a one-time thing. Like, this guy can bring it, this guy is quality, and I think, you know, we're going to see that. Hirokazu Sawamura, out of Japan. He's, um, he's had a rocky spring training uh, location's been up and down but uh, every outing seems to get better and better for Sawamura and I'm excited to see what he brings he's has a closer background from his time in Japan and I think he's a guy that with more outings and getting more used to the American baseball which you know because I believe I read that the American baseball is a little more slippery 
than the Japanese baseball. I, I, it might be the other way around. But I think the more and more he gets used to it is the more and more Sawamura is going to be a great piece for this team. It's a really win-win scenario for the Red Sox. It's not like they paid him a lot. So I think Sawamura is going to be a guy that, you know, long-term, they'll be able to trust. I think it's a guy Cora will be able to trust down the line. Could get some save opportunities. And overall, is a guy I'm really excited for. Next up is Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor has two very, very different seasons. Uh, last year, he was hurt for majority. Didn't He only got seven um, innings in. And in those seven innings, he had a 9.82 ERA. He got shelled. He got shelled, folks. And... He didn't look as nasty as he did the year before. And the year before, he was really good. He only had seven strikeouts. His hit and miss stuff wasn't existent. Um, but, you know, as a lefty, he's very important to this pen. And I think he's a guy that is going to have a bounce back season this year. Not to the point of, like, you know, these dwindling numbers, like a two ERA. But if he can stay around three, five to four, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with what he brings to the table. Again, he's a lefty, so he's key for the bullpen, and I think he's going to have a good season. Now we're really, we're really down to the bulk of the pen. Uh, Darwinson Hernandez is a guy I'm big on. I'm big on. I saw his MLB debut in person. Uh, I like what he brings to the table. It's as a lefty, he has hit and miss stuff, uh, as you could tell from his. Only eight innings as he dealt with injury last year, but in those eight innings, he had 13 Ks and a 2.16 ERA. You know, that's that's what you like to see. And his biggest problem in his short career so far has been control. If he can get control down, he's going to be one of the best relievers in baseball, I think. And that's, that's high praise, but I think Hernandez's potential... Like, his peak is a closer for this team. And as a lefty, you know, he can be dominant. Um, he has the hit and miss stuff that you want out of a bullpen arm. And he's he's the guy that I'm picking out of this bullpen to really shine this year. Uh, I think he's going to be the one to step up and establish himself as this consistent, constant arm that can just deliver for the Boston Red Sox. Ryan Brazier. Ryan Brazier has a 3.96 ERA, 25 innings pitched, 30 Ks. The ERA, a lot better than it felt last year because a lot of the time it felt like Brazier struggled, but this ERA says differently. He figured it out towards the end, and, you know, he's dealing with injury right now, but I think Brazier's a guy that is a constant. He's a constant because he's no, you know what he's going to give out of you. Yes, his 2018 was incredible, incredible. But I think what we're seeing here is more of what he is. A 396 is a good spot. If he's around four, I'm okay with that. He's not a late inning guy, I don't think anymore, because considering the names they brought into the team. But I think that's better for him. Now the high, the less higher the uh, high pressure situation, the better for him. And I think Brazier is going to be a guy that can deliver. When given the opportunities, and I'm I'm expecting him to be pretty solid this year. Again, around that 
three, five to four for him would be great. It would be absolutely great, just like Josh Taylor. Uh, and I think that's where he can go. I think that's where he can go without being in the high pressure situations. The newest acquisition, um, the probably the most exciting name in the bullpen this season, Adam Odovino. Adam Odovino had a five point eight nine ERA, which is not really the sh- uh, it's not great on paper, but. A lot of that came from one outing where he got shelled for like seven runs, didn't get an out. Um, it's his ERA was really like something around the two point five mark, I believe. Without that inning, it, it, he he only pitched in eighteen innings, so it's tough. It's tough because I think Odovino is one of the better relievers in baseball. Uh, and he's probably going to be the guy closing games to start the season, if I had to guess, with Barnes on COVID. I'm excited for him because he brings absolute dazzling stuff to the pen that I feel like they didn't have last year. Uh, his slider is unbelievable. The movement on his pitches will make Red Sox fans love him. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do for the team. He's been pretty solid through spring training, and I, I think Odovino is going to be a guy that works to be one of the best additions of the offseason. I really do. Uh, Bloom has made it an effort this past offseason to add guys that bolster the team without having to pay top dollar. And Odovino is a guy that I think does that. Um, I think he's going to fill in great on this team. And I'm excited to see him close games because I really do think that's where he's going to go. And, you know, I've, I've talked to him a little, so I'll bring it up now. Uh, Odovino, not Odovino, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes uh, is on the COVID list probably to start the season. Hopefully he gets back soon, sooner rather than later, no problem. Uh, but he is probably going to, you know, share with Odovino to be handling closer duties if I had to guess. Uh, he had a 4.30 ERA last year. 23 innings pitched, 31 strikeouts. We know what Matt Barnes brings to the table. At his best, he could be, you know, sub two at times. At his worst, he's wild and gives up home runs. So it's really, it's really a sense of what Barnes you're going to get. I think Barnes, outside of Odovino, is the most consistent arm in this pen. And I think he his numbers last year are inflated to what I think he really is. I think Barnes is going to be a great one-two with Odovino. Hopefully he can go back to that setup role because I think Barnes was far better in the setup seven-eight inning spot rather than the closing role. I think Odovino should just take that over. Uh, But yeah, I think Barnes, when he gets back, will be solid. A guy Cora trusts already. And that's huge for him and the rest of the bullpen. So this was the Red Sox bullpen preview. Uh, Be sure to look out the rest of this week for the infield and outfield episodes as we inch closer to the start of the Red Sox season. Until next time, guys, have a good one.
got me reminiscing on the good times I'm turning off a real life driving, that's right I'm hitting easy street on mud tires Back in the day, Potts Farm was a place to go Load the truck up, hit the dirt road Jump the barbed wire, spread the word Light the bonfire and call the girls King and the can and the Marlboro man Jack and Jim were a few good men Where you learn how to kiss and cuss and fight too Better watch out for the boys in blue And all this small town, he said, she said Ain't it funny how rumors spread Like I know something y'all don't know Man, that talk is getting old You better mind your business, man, watch your mouth Before I have to knock that loud mouth out I'm tired of talking, man, y'all ain't listening Them old dirt roads 